Sports Business Journal's SBJ Presents podcast, featuring industry experts, insight, and perspective on the issues impacting the business of sports. In this episode, sponsored by Dactronics, creating an unprecedented live event experience that produces results. The experience of attending an event starts well before the main event. Surrounding audiences with digital displays as they arrive and gather ensures you're providing them with all the information they need and kickstarts the excitement around the event. Dactronics Professional Sports Sales Manager Brent Stevens and Oakview Group's President, Global Venue Development and Special Projects Steve Collins join us to discuss how they work together to deliver these experiences using Dactronics digital signage. They highlight projects at Climate Pledge Arena and UBS Arena to share real-life examples of creating a full, street-to-seat, immersive and engaging live event experience that also drives new revenue opportunities for the arenas. Well, gentlemen, thanks to both of you for joining us. Looking forward to this conversation. And Brent, I want to start with you to talk about the collaborative aspect of working together on these arena projects. I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal. You've got basically five buildings that we're in the process of working together on. And, you know, obviously going into a building and a a new building is always an interesting task. But then when you get the ability to work with the same group of people to put five buildings together, it really lets us kind of plan for that. And what we did a lot of was as we were working on the first two, which happened to be UBS and Climate Pledge, was making sure that they were their own building, but how could we take the technology and what we would do to put in in both buildings and be able to really do more of a larger buy on our piece parts as we go into the manufacturing process to allow kind of an economies of scale, right? When you buy a lot, you're at price X, but when you can double that, it really allowed us to work with our suppliers to make sure that we were able to put together a package for those two buildings at the exact same time and working internally to make sure that everything was installed right, designed right, so that as we continued down the road and we've now looked at buildings three, four, and five, we really wanted to have the same feel between every building. Obviously, you've got two NHL buildings, you've got a a university on campus, you've got a a municipality, kind of a minor league hockey building, and then you've got an entertainment building over in Manchester. But being able to work five buildings at a time with the same team has really allowed us to, to be successful across the board and really put a package together for Oakview that made the decision to go with Dactronics a little bit easier. Hey, and Steve, I wanted to ask you about that decision. I mean, you know, we've learned on this podcast that no two buildings are the same, right? I mean, you've got some crazy challenges wherever you go. What is it about working with Dactronics that makes it easy for you to implement? So I agree with you 100%. No two buildings are the same. And and to be able to string all five together was not an easy feat. For us to make sure that We've got a partner that fits in every one of the markets and every one of the building types. But I think it all starts, and I've worked with Dactronics for many, many years. 
initially when we were when we were stringing this together, there were a couple of components that really mattered to us. One is whenever you're working with Dectronics, Dectronics will tell you what they're good at. You know what business they're in. You know what business they're not in. They're not trying to be in other areas and they're very good at, at, at what they do and they handle the the project from beginning to end. So as we were entering in and we were, we were just starting to get into the COVID and, and the impacts that COVID was having on the overall supply chain or trying to predict eventually what, what impacts they would have, to be able to work with a partner that was US-based in this particular case, you know, very important to us. And Brett can speak a little bit more to what that meant for the for the company in South Dakota as some projects started to fall away, just in general across the, the globe. But to have that US presence and to be partnered with somebody that is not outsourcing any portion of the project from beginning to end. So very transparent. There's a lot of uh, long-standing relationships between us and Dectronics. And so the combination of the transparency and the control that they have on their part, which translates into certainty and control on our part, and knowing that that horsepower exists, knowing the players that are going to be handling the design of the project, the installation of the project, and ultimately, you know, helping the operators with content uh, creation and, and just the overall operation of the board. So it's a quality product. We've always felt that way. And with respect to these buildings, it was very important to us to have a partner that was aligned both from a cost perspective, from an execution perspective, and then from a schedule perspective and trying to get as much certainty into into the projects as possible. And then, of course, the experiential piece gets overlaid on top of that. But foundationally, to put it together, it really came down to their people, to the transparency, to the U.S.-based production and the certainty of supply chain. Yeah, you know, it's fun for me to talk to you guys because I see this, you know, from the fan perspective, from the consumer perspective. And, you know, these new LED systems are spectacular. And Brent, I want you to talk about, you know, what goes into that, uh, particularly, you know, living in the Seattle area at Climate Pledge and UBS. I mean, these things are out of this world. Yeah. If you've had an opportunity to see what OVG did out in Seattle, not only with the LED piece, but just the arena itself and and taking the, the historic roof and the, the area where this, this building is and basically building a new building under an existing roof, that's in itself something that needs to be seen. But then the thought process and the, the ideas that OVG has had and it really is across all of their buildings is, you know, something that has to do with, yes, there is an event and yes, people go see a hockey game, but this building in itself is an absolute beautiful building that people need to go see. It's an entertainment center in itself. There's the in-game in the bowl. We're going to sit here and we're going to watch a hockey game. But when you go out into the concourses, and what they've done to keep the fans engaged using an LED system is unlike anything I've ever seen. They have more LED in the concourses than most people have in the seating bowl. And these spaces that they've created and the content that they're running and how they've sold it and, and how they program it 
is really something that you just, you walk around and you watch it because it's, it's a living wall of whether you're in a forest or you're in the ocean and the whole building is programmed together to do this. It's, it's really a sight to be seen. Yeah, it is. It's a pretty special building and uh, close to the hearts of many people in that community. You know, you touch on something very interesting too, you know, going back to the old days of stadiums when, you know, if you got up to go get, you know, popcorn or a beer or whatever, you're going to miss what, what happened, right? I mean, you might see the black and white television up behind the concession stand and maybe catch part of it. And obviously, you know, Steve, that's not the case anymore. I mean, you're designing these buildings to be an immersive experience and these boards are a huge part of that, right? Yeah, so absolutely. And, and I'll date myself again. When I started the Meadowlands in 1987, there was no center hung scoreboard. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I, and, and I, I'll take it a step further. I think that it's whether you're coming to that building to CPA for a hockey game, for a cracking game, whether you're coming for a concert, whether you're coming for a family show. What we've installed there, specifically at CPA and, and, and in our other buildings, is the ability to you know, set the stage for your overall experience, right? So we're able to make the building live and breathe and feel differently for a Kraken game than we are for an Eagle show. Same thing for a family show. So, you know, we're, we're very aware of the overall experience and the first impression as you step into that lobby and you're, you're overwhelmed with a significant amount of LED that can be targeted for the actual event that is taking place. It bleeds over into our ability to storytell with all of our partners, with Amazon, with Alaska Airlines, with Verizon. You know, we're able to weave those stories into the overall programming. And, and you're not walking in and, and just being overwhelmed with fixed signage, which you tend to kind of glaze over and just walk through as you're going to your seat. I mean, this is a an aha moment as you walk into that that atrium and then it, it's really storytelling from there until you get to your seat and then the story is really whatever matters to to you as it relates to that particular event where you know, we're trying to skew to to make sure we're we're checking the boxes to make it the best concert environment for you to make it the best hockey environment for you and to make it the best environment for for our partners yeah no question we're all in the business of sports here but we're also in the business of making hopefully lots of money in the process for sponsors and everybody involved right and providing that experience as well for consumers i want to talk about you know the plans uh you know how these new led displays provide that immersive engagement and translate what you just said over to a revenue perspective. Brent, you want to take that one? Yeah, I can't speak directly to how much they're going to bring in. But one thing that I think was kind of a oh wow moment was uh, when the building opened and there was a Foo Fighters concert. And you walk in that atrium that Steve had talked about, and there's a a large display in the ceiling that's tied into a, a full wrapped column that comes down and they had a, it was just a graphic of the Foo Fighters up on that, that wrapped column. And it instantly 
there was a line that people were waiting in line to take a selfie in front of that column because the Foo Fighters were on the column. And it, it really became this kind of iconic piece within the building that I don't know if that was really the intent, but it's now been programmed and I've been to a few events out there. They're now programming that column to allow those fans to take that picture with some sort of graphic in the back that looks like they're in an experience. And whether it be a, a Kraken players or the concert or whoever the artist is, um, I think that's one of those things that buildings are starting to realize is obviously social media is huge and how can they use their spaces to help increase their social media presence through the fans? Because then it's just organically happening. And that's when people start to get excited about it. So using those systems throughout, obviously you're going to draw people into those areas at Climate Pledge, they have the, the Climate Pledge wall that's got all of these different initiatives and everything that's going on it. They've got the living wall with all of the green and all of the, the live plants that are in there. They're really using the video systems to tell a story. And I think no, nobody's done it better at, up till today with Climate Pledge. And I truly believe going forward, not only with the Oakview Group, buildings and what they're doing, but we're going to start to see that industry-wide, that there's going to be a lot more use of LED true high res. And, and you know, we're at Dactronics. We're now, last count I had, we had 14 pixel pitches under three millimeter all the way down to a 0.7. So you can use all of these systems for any different area within the building to truly tell a story, like Steve had said. And how do you draw the patron from their seat out into these areas to get that story across because that's where the value to the sponsor comes in is if they're gonna put the money into these areas, they really wanna have a reason to draw the fan to that space. Yeah. You know, we get great audience feedback. We obviously have high level execs across the world of sports downloading this podcast. So I wanna put on you know that executive hat now and come at it from that perspective because there are a lot of arenas, a lot of venues out there all across the country, all around the world, existing venues. You've got new properties coming online. Each and every one of them, as we touched on, are unique. And I want to ask both of you to kind of address, you know, working through this. I mean, OVG, you literally raised the roof in Seattle and, and built a new stadium underneath it. Talk about the process of getting this started. If, you know, let's say from a, an existing building where you want to upgrade and, you know, really add what you just mentioned, where does that conversation start? How do you attack this? I can tell you how we attacked it. And to some extent, I would argue that it's a little bit more difficult when you don't have a physical structure to reach out and touch. You know, to me, and we're involved in a couple of renovations and I've been involved in a couple of renovations in the past. I think there's tremendous opportunity there when you can bring somebody and actually show them, you know, this will be your activation. This is going to be how this look. And it's a little bit easier to get that message across than, you know, when you're trying to impart that to a potential partner and, and what that activation is going to look like. And again, I'll go back to CPA in the lobby of CPA or, where the living wall is on the main concourse. Two things I would say, you know, technology has come so far that from a building perspective, from a design perspective, we're able to put 
you know, whether it's the patron, whether it's the partner, even the employees, we're able to take the, you and put you in that environment through 3D simulation and a combination of what Dactronics is producing and what our architects and, and engineering and construction team is producing. So it's gotten really, if you haven't done it and you haven't put on the, the Oculus goggles and had us plop you into a suite that won't be built for, for two years, it's pretty wild. I mean, it's, you, know, you you've got to have somebody around you to make sure that you don't, <laughs> you, you don't walk into a chair or fall on a table because it you know, becomes so realistic. But that was our jumping off point was really making sure that we understood and Dactronics was very good at this. And Brent mentioned this. We're living in a time now where the pixel pitch is so tight and the technology has advanced so much that you're getting TV-like images, or the ability to have TV-quality images that are being driven by these LED boards. So when we talk to Alaska Airlines and we talk about their activation and, and what we can do for them, and you've probably seen this as you walk through, in the lobby, you have a plane that flies through across all of those boards, whether it's the column wrap, whether it's the ceiling, whether it's the vertical displays, and it flies through, it grabs your attention as opposed to you know, static signage, way, way, you know, we're way beyond that. But even in the old days where the pixel pitch wasn't tight enough to really allow you to do that type of signage where you're standing two, three, five, ten feet away from that sign and still getting the TV-like immersive experience, right? As soon as you can see the pixels, as soon as it starts to what we call pixelate, you, you actually you know, can kind of see what's going on. It breaks the illusion. The, you know, the jet flying through is only as good as the canvas that it's flying through on and the technology that's pushing it through those elements. And so when we started the journey, it was really about marrying the right technology in the right locations, understanding how people were going to see it, where they were going to see it from, how long they would be passing through those spaces, and then working with you know, Dactronics on what is the right technology to make sure that we're creating that experience. So back to your original question on, on the existing buildings, Having Dectronics come and walk that space where you've got either a potential to renovate or you've got a potential to you know, activate a space that hasn't traditionally been activated. One of the reasons you haven't activated it in the past is because it's just been too dang expensive. Like it, to, to try to get to some of the stuff that you're seeing in Seattle is, would have been cost prohibitive a year ago. But the cost has come down to the point that that LED activation now, taking a whole wall and activating it for a partner is possible in a way that's, that's meaningful and impactful and engaging. That really didn't exist before. That's been uh, you know, the last three years that we've gotten to that place where it's cost effective enough and the experiences is there to really engage with the with the patron and the partner. Yeah, Brent, I want to play off what you know Steve just said, because that is what I'm thinking as an executive is ROI, right? I mean, you want that cool experience, but it's got a pencil, and that's obviously a big part of what you're doing. Yeah, Steve mentioned earlier, this is what we do, right? We're not really 
in any other space. We're not out trying to, to grow these other businesses that, I mean, this is our core focus. And when you look at LED displays, there's, you know, when I started 23 years ago, we were so excited because we had a 34 millimeter install at an NFL stadium is really one of our biggest ones. Well, boy, that's a long time ago. You know, we don't even make that product anymore. And the fact that this is all that we do, we spend a lot in R&D and figuring out how do we make what we have less expensive, keeping the quality where it is, but then driving that technology and driving that edge to how tight can we go? There's all kinds of new ways and, and new LED systems that we're looking at. You know, there's chip on board, there's, as we call it, the NPP, there's all these different ways that we're looking and, and we're really diving into and spending a lot in our research and development staff. It's time to figure out how do we do what we do? How do we do it better? And how do we do it less expensive? Because as Steve said, you couldn't do this years ago. Well, great conversation. Thanks to both of you for joining us. I know this is definitely going to spark some thought among our audience, and we appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. This has been great. Always enjoyed talking with Steve, and I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with us today. Thanks again to Dactronics Professional Sports Sales Manager, Brent Stevens, and Oakview Group's President, Global Venue Development and Special Projects, Steve Collins, for joining us. And thank you for downloading Sports Business Journal's SBJ Presents podcast, sponsored by Dactronics. Dactronics.